James, Brian, thanks for jumping on. How many times have you done these podcasts from uh, around the world? Oh, geez, we must be going on 30 or 40 times, I reckon. Wow. Where are you at the moment, Brian? I am in Cape Town, South Africa. Beautifully warm weather. That's great. <laughs> is that the, the, the sun that you get there? Is that the South African uh, signature tattoo there or...? Um, well, the, the, the one tattoo is a, is a wave, a breaking wave, but they were actually both inspired while I was in Mexico and they were both done while I was in Guatemala. So not very South African, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> That's epic. Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time over there as well. Like, how did you, what took you over there in the first place? Um, the weather initially, you know, because I was living in the UK for a long time um, and I was, what I used to do, do was I'd work the summers in the UK and then and then go to Latin America for the for the winters because I used to be a carpenter and doing carpentry in in winter in the UK it can be very very difficult and you know it just it wasn't my passion anymore and I was I just kept escaping to Mexico and Guatemala because you know that's where I wanted to be and then a couple of years ago I finally made the move and um, you know every now and then someone says to me like hey like What's the what's the best biohack you can recommend? And I say, move to a hot country. <laughs> there you go. It's well, uh, I, I just I just moved to a cold one, and 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 James is a little bit further north than than me, so we'll uh, we'll just keep relying on our on our secret source. But we'll we'll talk a bit more about that. Um, did you? So when you went to UK, was it sort of a bit of a financial like like a lot of people do like you know, get ahead, make some more money. Was it life experience? Like what, you know, what was the, uh, it was, I moved to the UK when I was 19, you know, I just, just turned 19 and it was, um, partly financial because South Africa is, you know, it's not the most, uh, economically powerful place. There's not that much, uh, employment opportunity here. So, Pretty much as soon as I finished high school, um, I packed my bags and I went overseas. And um, and then, of course, it was all about working and career and saving money. And I just had this. I remember I had this feeling, man. I, I got to tell you about this. I was in Mexico and I've been traveling around with uh, some very, very good friends for about six or seven weeks. And these were North Americans, and they were, you know, in their late sixties already, and they were living part-time in Mexico and part-time in uh, the USA. And I just kept remember, I just kept thinking, they're so lucky. They're so lucky to have this lifestyle. And then, you know, we parted ways and they went back to the States and I was in Mexico. I was in this little surf town by myself and I was so depressed, man, because all I could think of was, well, in, you know, in a couple of months, I have to go back to the UK and, and go back to work and start looking for a house and a relationship. And, you know, I was in that stage where I, I was thinking that I had to settle down on the white picket fence. And um, I swear to God, it was as if God spoke to me. It's as if I found, you know, I heard a voice in my head and that voice said, they're not lucky. They chose to live like that. And that's when I was like, oh, my God, I can choose to live like this if I want. Um, and that, that was the day my life changed. And that's the day I realized, like, I have to spend way more time in Mexico and way less time uh, in, in cold countries in, in the UK. It's a powerful experience to go through where you, you realize the freedom, freedom is your choice. And 
one way or another, there's a possibility of doing this. And then you start to design your economic future around how you would actually, you know, your values and how you'd like to live. Um, and that, yeah, that, that leads, I guess, towards what opportunities are out there, investing, businesses, like what are people who do this do? Uh, I, I had a similar kind of thing, like living in Latin America. Um, I kept going back there. I'd go back to Australia and save some money and then think about like, okay, how can I set myself up to live here? I taught English and did bits and pieces, but I just thought like if I could just get like $10,000 and just like buy a plot of land and just be making, you know, like teaching English over here, making, you know, four or $5 an hour, like that'll do me. You know, that was like my dream in my twenties of like, I, I could see myself doing that. Like that was what I was going to do for my thirties and forties. And um, I just wanted to not be in the rat race to not have to answer to, you know, to anyone. And, you know, just to feel the freedom and the, and the, the openness, I guess, that you feel in, in Latin America. And, and I guess lots of different parts of the world that felt so different to sort of where I'd, where I'd grown up. Um, yeah. I think like the thing of just designing your life is, is a powerful concept in itself. Um, and then at some point you realize, well, if I can serve people more than teaching English, then good things might happen on the, on the other side of this. Um, what about for, for you, James, like you're uh, in a bit of a different situation and, and circumstance, like what, um, what resonates with you about what we're, what we're saying here? To be honest, I mean, it, it all resonates, but I think I'm pretty much a product of the educational system as it is today. And I went through education, didn't do that well in it because I was more passionate about my rugby career at the time. Um, but then I went into financial services in the city of London, qualified as an accountant. Um, I ended up doing a master's in MBA. Um, and it was only until I did that that my mind really expand and say, do you know what? You know, I don't have to be a part of the rat race anymore. And that was a key moment, really, that I recruited more skills, recruited a more flexible growth mindset. And I started looking for opportunities to really sort of shake my life up. Not because I was unhappy, just because I wanted more. I knew there was more to life than just going through the motions, as you say, every day in, this, in the rat race. Um, and that led me on a certain health journey and a certain you know, entrepreneurial journey, which led me to Brian as well. And obviously, forming Red Up Rising together wasn't my first rodeo in entrepreneurialism, but it was it was you know a number of sort of relatively small, not unsuccessful or that successful, but just experiences allowing me then to to arrive at the Red Up Rising journey fully equipped to actually say, right, we can take this to another level and really create something quite special, not just in terms of a company and what we can deliver to the public, but opportunities for Brian and myself as well to to not have you know a location strategy. We can be flexible, create extra income streams and really you know try and create a better life for my, my myself and my family um and it's, it's funny that you you talk about the white picket fence because i've just been painting mine outside and it's um, <laughs> i live uh, my wife and i recently had a lot of girls so I, I would love more location flexibility but um unfortunately you know we're quite strongly linked to our families in the uk and i don't see that changing but you know we're both open-minded to having more opportunity and more time abroad but i think this will this will be our home and this is where our family and our heart is kind of thing but you know i definitely want to spend you know long summers away and in the winters definitely chase the sun and get away and you know i'm not too far away from that opportunity to have that flexibility but you know it's just a work in progress to say the least yeah no that's cool it's good to hear those different perspectives as well because not everybody you know there's definitely some downsides to the backpacker lifestyle 
know, when you're on a shoestring and you don't know anybody and, you know, you can get some pretty deep, dark, lonely kind of times um, as well as some super highs where you're just so free and you just think like, you know, it's amazing. But it's, I think that it, it amplifies things a lot. Um, mm. And family is, you know, such, such an important thing. And I mean, trying to, if you're, you know, your happiness or your joy of life is dependent on what suburb you live in or what country you live in, then you're probably doing it wrong too. You know, like it's not, it's something to play around with, but I think a lot of people think if I could just get to that other country, you know, then everything would be good. But like, I don't know. I think there's opportunity in every country in the world now, you know, it's a global economy. Um, And I think, you know, a lot of people are really excited about where Africa's, you know, kind of going to go economically, like the the amount of growth that's happening there that's going to happen over the next, um, you know, you can see the huge investment from China there. So it's not even like, there's there's nowhere where there's not a lot of opportunity right now. I think you know, so it's such an, an exciting time to be alive, and it literally doesn't matter where you live. You can be bouncing out of bed every day, you know, looking forward to to the road ahead. What was your first rodeo, James? What like what did you what did you first get into business wise? What's some of the other stuff that you played around with before Red Light Rising? <laughs> um, it was all around digital marketing and trying to do a more on a drop shipping product model. Um, where yep. you're not having to commit too much capital, you're looking Did for you- trends in the market, and you know it, it was a really steep learning curve. And I sort of again, I, the MBA also taught me that you got to surround yourself with really smart people, and they'll take you to to new levels of you know personal development and growth as well. And I, I lined myself with a mentor who is um, obviously insanely successful in that spe- sector, and he taught me yep. all about digital marketing. Facebook ads were were massive at the time, um, yep. and we had some relatively big success over a six month window. Um, it did prove quite labor intensive as a business. And that was quite a, a bit of a learning curve for me was having these appropriate systems and support in place to, to manage that because, you know, my quality of life deteriorated massively because I was working full time in investment banking, running this business on the side where at one point we were turning over about 10 grand a day, I think doing certain product sales, it was all very trend driven. So again, yeah. you know, we, it didn't last forever, but again, the, the volume of custom inquiries and just, just general questions, it was just myself, a one man band trying to manage it. And so, you know, the next time I sort of came to the, the online sphere, I knew I had to have a, you know, a support network. We had to have extra personnel to, to respond to customers regardless of the time and take that burden off us as well. Um, yeah. And that led me to, my wife was quite passionate and creative about jewelry and makeup. So we did a jewelry store for a little bit and again, had relatively small success, but all these learning curves about advertising, putting together websites, designing things, writing content, you know, it's just a great experience to, to then take forward to the next business. You do it a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Like you only fail if you stop, right? Like it's, yeah. you think like a lot of people will be discouraged of like, Oh, well, it didn't make enough money for me to quit my other job. So maybe I should just settle down and focus on whatever. But I think, you know, keeping that dream alive and it's good that you have a partner that's, you know, wanting to, to go on that journey with you as well. It's not the easiest thing. I'm sure a lot of the people that you work with probably think you're nuts today, like for <laughs> having a side business as well as a full-time job. Yeah. But look, there's, there's, a, there's a very important point here, you know, like, like James mentions about those kind of trendy online businesses. And that's something I tried as well um, lo- early last year. And what I realized and the, the thing that I tell my friends now when they ask me like, oh, man, I really want to make, get an online business going on. I always say to them, you have to find something that you love. 
don't try and sell trendy dog biscuits or a trendy fucking sunglasses or anything like that. Find something you love and then, and then make the product something you really love and then try and make that online business. Because if you're just trying to sell something that's trendy, writing all the copy, answering all the questions, thinking about the ads, thinking about the business all day, every day, it's going to be so boring and it's going to be so, you know, it's going to drag on you. So I always say, like, think, sell something you love because then you get to talk about what you love all day. You get to make ads for things that you love. You get to answer questions about things that you love. So I, I always say, like, you know, online is definitely one of, the, one of the ways you can go, but make sure it's something you love. Yeah, it's great advice. It's got to be something you love, but then you've also got to solve a problem. Like you've got to have some some special source. There's got to be something special about what you do that you know. If someone doesn't take this opportunity with me, I'm I'm I know their future is not going to be as good as if they do. You know, like if if you have that feeling of like, if someone buys this product, then their life's going to be better. If they don't buy it, the chances of them getting the same benefit elsewhere is small. Like I think that's then you're really hitting a sweet spot or something because people are like, oh, I'm passionate about, like so many people, I like going to the gym, okay? So I'll train people or I'll, I'll be an online coach. But if there's no special source, if there's no nothing really behind it and you haven't had, you know, any kind of exceptional education, then you're in this bloody water, you know, you're in the red ocean of lots of people trying to do exactly the same thing as you. I think this is the issue with the Amazon stuff. Like there's a million ads for it. On, on YouTube, how did you guys settle on light as your thing? Like if we're talking about finding something that you're really passionate about, but also finding something that, you know, is you can really solve a problem in the world where you know you're going to make a difference. Like light still isn't really on the radar as a something, you know, people know they should tr exercise and get stronger and, you know, they know something about food's important. But for, for the majority of people, I, I don't think light is really a key consideration. Like, how when did it come on the radar for you guys? Um, James and I both kind of found out about it at more or less the same time and, and more or less the same way, I believe. So we were both living in London at the time, and we were both kind of like separately but parallel reading the same books about health and wellness and um this this concept called biohacking, you know. And uh, I, I know you're you're familiar with it, but some of your listeners might not be biohacking is a it's a word that's not really used anymore but it referred to the practice of changing either your external environment or your internal environment to strengthen your your vitality and to strengthen your health um, so it sounds very complicated but a, an easy example is working out you know working out's a biohack because you 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 perform perform certain activities to cause your body to react in a certain way to grow back stronger for the next time. Another example of a biohack is fasting or cold therapy or heat therapy, um, spending time in the sun, uh, getting good sleep um, and red light therapy, of course. So these are all like examples of biohacks. And I'd been reading a, a book called The Bulletproof Diet by Dave Asprey. And, you know, he was he made bulletproof coffee very, very famous. And he really brought the low carb, high fat diet to the mass. Well, to some of the masses, at least. 
And um, in his books, he also talks about biohacks. So he talks about the cold therapy and, you know, certain certain styles of supplementing and certain quantities of supplementing or these blue blocking glasses. He talks about all these things that you can do to yourself or your environment that is healthy for you. You know, it, it, it does something good for you. And one of the things he always used to talk about was red light therapy about how beneficial red light therapy is, how good it is for you, uh, what it is, this and that. And I had got to a point where I was doing all the other things that he talks about, all the free things, the, the cold showers and the fasting and the low-carb diet. I was doing all of that, and I was then ready for red light therapy because I'd been reading about it. I'd been reading loads of bloggers, loads of influencers, loads of articles, and I was then, you know, intellectually convinced. I was like, great, you know, now I'm going to get into red light therapy. It sounds amazing. It's proven, everything else. Um, and then I tried to buy a red light therapy device. And there was one company and it was crazy expensive. And I was like, well, you know, there's, there's no way I'm going to justify buying these lights. They sound amazing. I'm, I'm really curious, but I can't justify spending that much money on it. Um, and that's pretty much when I met James as well. And he, he had a similar story and he also thought, well, you know, I'm not going to buy these lights either. And that was, that was kind of it. And we went our separate ways. And a few days later, James called me up out of the blue and he was like, Hey, I've, I've, um, I've made some red light therapy devices. Do you, do you want to try one? And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I got a I got a red light therapy device off him and so did a couple of other people. And again, we went our separate ways. And a, a couple of weeks later, uh, you know, after using the lights for a couple of weeks, I phoned James. I said, how's your light going? Are you liking it? Are you enjoying it? And he was like, yeah, man, I really love it. It feels amazing. This and that. Blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, it's made a massive difference to me already in two weeks. Phoned the other guy. What do you think about the lights? Oh, I love the lights, man. I'm doing it every day. So we were like, ah, perfect. Um, and then we, James also again said to me like, hey, do you want to uh, make more of these and, and try and sell them? You know, I think there's a, a little scene in London. We know a couple of biohackers. They'll be interested in these lights. Let's, let's make a few more and sell them. And uh, we literally decided then and there, sitting in his loft, playing in his computer, like making the logo. <laughs> and we were like, what are we going to call it? And, oh, shit, I don't know. So we were like standing there like red lights, red this, red that, and red light rising, just kind of boom rolled out of my mouth and I said, red light rising, Oof, done. And then the company went, you know, within a few hours, we'd registered the company and bought the domains and everything. And then off we went. It did happen so quickly, didn't it? But it's exactly as you said, you know, we created these devices basically to get benefit for ourselves. And we had such massive benefits. We just thought, you know, we are, we were our target avatars. We were saying, right, you know, people with injuries or niggles from sporting careers, people who suffer from SAD, people who just want to boost in mood over the winter and things. It's just incredible the benefits you can get. And although we didn't really know the true potential about the size the company could go to, we knew there was an opportunity that we would be one of the first movers in the market. So again, some of the best ideas are when you enhance other people's ideas, but we were literally first movers in the UK to try and create this sort of, you know, open it up to the masses and educate people. And that's been a challenge, but, you know, we saw the opportunity, we knew it'd be hard work, but again, it was something we were really passionate about. We knew there was massive benefit, especially in the Northern hemisphere where the light cycles are not as powerful as, as some of the you know, Southern hemisphere. Um, and we just knew people could, could get massive benefit from this. And especially in the sporting world with Brian and myself's background of being very enthusiastic gym goers and worker, worker outers. 
we, we knew we could really help a lot of people take their performance to another level and also their health to another level. Yeah, I love it. What, what did you notice the first few times when you were like just uh, lab rats, you know, thinking like, <laughs> I wonder if this stuff does anything or if Dave Asprey well, is like pulling a Swifty? I really, I really felt like a lab rat at the time, man, because I was still working as a carpenter. I was still living in London. It was December time. It was snowing outside. I lived in a basement flat. So my flat was dark, outside was dark, going to work was dark, it, I was, and I was depressed. I'd just come out of a very serious relationship, and I was in a bad place, man. I didn't like my job. I didn't like where I lived, and I was depressed from, from the relationship breaking down. Um, so that's the first thing I noticed was that it, it, it you know, didn't take away my depression, but it improved my mood like 20-fold. After two or three days of using the light in the morning, I was walking to the bus stop, you know, on a cold winter's morning, whistling with my shirt, well, not my shirt off, but with my hoodie off. <laughs> and then, and I, and I didn't even notice that I was doing it. And then I was like, oh my God, that's the first time in months and months and months that I've, I remember feeling happy and like actually looking at the sky and, you know, almost excited about the day. It's almost like I had to remember my problems. My mood was just like, and I realized, I'm like, oh, my God, like one of the benefits is mood boosting and, you know, um, uh, reducing the symptoms of depression. And I was like, oh, my God, this is working. And then I realized that my achy joints, because that's another story. I, was, I got so sick from a certain diet that I was on. My joints fell apart and they were always so sore and so stiff. And then you I don't noticed, want to mention wow. The, you don't want to name names there? We can, we can, we can name Protect names. With that. Protect, protect the innocent but not that's, so innocent that's, that's another that's another podcast on its own but you know once once i i re, you know once i paid attention to my body i realized oh my god my shoulders are looser my knees are looser the injuries that i had on my hands from carpentry all the scratches and the hammer damage and all that that was healing up way quicker than normal and i started to notice all these things i started to notice my eyelashes growing longer and my beard growing thicker and longer my fingernails were growing longer um and that that's you know that, that happened all in those first few weeks and i was like oh my god like this is it absolutely and i think for me i was still trying to work full time and train hard, like, you know, just come out of a semi-professional rugby career, carrying a few injuries as well. And straight away, I just stopped getting any muscle soreness after working out. And I was like, you know, I usually have pretty bad DOMS and that just stopped straight away. I also had a number of concussions um, throughout my rugby career and I was suffering from quite severe brain fog, which is, which is why I discovered the ketogenic diet to try and enhance brain performance, which had a massive impact for me. But then the light therapy took me to another level of, you know, mental aptitude. It was just so profound. And as Brian said, literally within days, it was absolutely phenomenal how quickly these benefits arrived. And you just kept noting these extra benefits. And my skin started like looking a bit younger and a bit more rejuvenated. And again, any little cuts or nips just, just rapidly healed. And it was just really incredible how quickly these things you know, materialized. You've definitely, you've definitely got a baby face, Chance. It's, uh, it's, there's no, no doubting, no doubting. You've got a, uh, you got that on your side. Um, did, did you get a, did you get a right straight straight away in terms of the model? Like, did you go pretty hard with it, or was it just like one strong bulb that you put on your face, or how, how did, um, what was that first prototype red light rising device like? Um, it was great for our first product, of course. 
it did have a number of different wavelengths in it. Um, in fact, who still got our original lights? I, I think uh, one, uh, one, uh, one friend who got the, the first round of lights, he still got the original. Uh, James might have an original, but my original yeah. I, I gave to a friend. Um, but no, they were pretty good. You know, we made, we made some minor technical adjustments after the, the first <clears throat> um, run of lights. And um, then they were great for, you know, they're still great lights. You know, obviously many, many people still have them. <clears throat> and then just recently we made some, some further upgrades. Uh, we've brought out a, a brand new series of lights and we've also upgraded our original, um, we call it the origin series lights. We've upgraded them too with, you know, technological advancements. You know, technology, it's, as we all know, it's, you know, from one week to the next, there's, there's improvements. So, you know, we just, We've, we're constantly thinking about new things or tweaking the design. We're, we're quite lucky that we, um, you know, with, with our, our engineering team and our manufacturing team, we can change things quite easily, you know. So yeah, that's cool. um, we don't have to, you know, we don't make one batch of lights and then realize there's a mistake or whatever. So we can, we can kind of change things. But, yeah, the first lights were great and they're, they're still going strong. Yeah, I've still got mine. Absolutely. It's still going. Um, and I think, as Brian said, you just got to listen to your audience and who we were marketing to. And at the time, it was the biohacking health optimizers. And so we had to measure EMFs, make sure they were minimal, which you know they were, luckily, for our first generation. Um, we then enhanced the drivers behind the LEDs, and we brought out Zero Flicker, the, the only company to do that in the whole world. I think we still are the only company to offer Zero Flicker devices. You know, people are does very... That they, does that mean they stay on, or does that mean the rate is... Um, yeah, correct. Uh, so, so the reason LEDs are so you know, energy saving is because they turn on and off at a rapid rate. So you're saving energy while they're turned off. Um, and they also generally have a very narrow wavelength band. But we've created drivers that I guess do take a bit more energy, but again, it's negligible, but it means the light is on 100% of the time. So therefore okay. you're not getting that pulse effect. And especially yeah. where blue light's concerned, that on-off nature of it is, is a big toll on your eyes and your brain to, to process and can cause a lot of focus problems, behavioral problems in children, but also ADHD and just, and just brain fog in general so, so the biohacking health optimizers were very switched on to this so we wanted to make sure we had the, you know, the most premium optimal light possible for the for that audience yeah yeah it's uh, definitely a tough crowd where if people sense like these guys aren't really you know doing their best that there's one little thing wrong with it like i would expect that crowd to like have you have you been on the wrong side of that much, or you know, is it been uh, you've been getting some pretty good reviews, or has it deal with no, that niche? No, we've not. Um, we've not had any any problems at all, really. The the only issue that sometimes we have is because the you know I say sometimes I've had it twice that I know of, and that's when people are just very very sensitive to light because these lights are very powerful. They're very yeah. energetic. You know, when yeah. you see it for the first time. It's like, oh my God, if you're not expecting it, like it's bright, man. And Great. so I've had two experiences where, you know, we, we were doing a show in London where we, we built like a, a massive booth basically with big black curtains. And, you know, we tell people about red light therapy, then take them into the room and they go, oh my God, wow, it's so bright, this and that, da, da, da. And at one show, I had a woman walk in and she, she walked in and straight away she went, oh, oh my God, oh my God, this is too much. Take me out, take me out. And, you know, I had to like guide her out of the room. She, she completely had a little meltdown in front of the lights. 
And then I had one other person say on, on an email that they tried the lights and they're too bright and they, they can't use them because it's too overwhelming. Um, okay. But that's it. No that. one else has, has ever complained to yeah. me, complained to us. Yeah, so similar experience. I think it's worth noting that the reason they're so bright is that it's replicating natural sunlight. And we've yeah. developed, you know, we've evolved into creatures that live indoors, that we're not used to that bright lux of outdoors. So everyone who goes outside now, they put their sunglasses on, they're wearing caps, they're squinting. That's not normal. And we're not used to that. And that's really compromised circadian rhythm and your ability to, you know, your natural hormonal panels throughout the day and things. So when you see these red lights, actually, there's no, it's no difference to the bright light you should get outside. But we're so, you know, indoctrinated to this low lux environment, people can't handle it. So, you know, we do recommend you close your eyes when you use our lights. But to be honest, the light penetrates your eyelids anyway. So it doesn't matter too much, but it just means it's a little bit more comfortable for the first few times you use the light. But then, yeah, open up your eyes and let the goodness penetrate as deep as possible yeah i sort of think it must be going into the brain a bit more like that's there's obviously something you know that's what light does the eyes part of what the eyes can do is let more light into the brain you know I, i've been using it i was i was concerned about seasonal affective disorder like um, i have had like depressive tendencies in the past and i really do like i love the sun and i sunbake and <clears throat> You know, I'm a big believer in the importance of light and sun and vitamin D and, you know, all the, the science on that. It all makes a ton of sense to me. And my experience is that it really does work. And I was concerned moving to suck because I've been living in, you know, sunny places for years. Um, and people have asked me, like friends in Australia, because they know that I really value the light. And I've like, you know, preached to them about the importance of getting outside with your shirt off. And, you know, like the rugby players. We, we had a policy of take your shirt off before field sessions, you know, um, like I actually wanted players to, to have them off. At one point, then the coaches said, no, you have to all put them back on because they felt like it was a culturally whatever thing. But, um, you know, like they all knew that that was something that I really valued that I wanted them to do. And a lot of players took it on board. So then it's kind of, I almost feel like a hypocrite, you know, what Brian was saying as well. Like, I feel like a bit like a hypocrite moving to this country, which in many, in many ways, like suck is, is ideal for us. And it's an amazing opportunity for, for my family. I'm so grateful to, to have the chance to be here. And, you know, it's been amazing for us. But from the light perspective, I was like, that's probably one of the things that I was most concerned about. And I just don't feel like it's been an issue at all. Um, and come to think of it, you know, with Brian and what you're saying, like in my immune system and whatnot, like I've just been firing, you know, powerful. And it's it's difficult with this stuff, right, with biohacking because you're N equals one. And yes, the science is there, but ultimately it's all N equals one. So it's like, do I feel good? Yes or no. Do I feel better? Yes or no. And my experience is like I'm, I'm feeling freaking awesome all the time and I wasn't really expecting to. So, you know, maybe, maybe there's something really, really good happening here. And I mean, it's so easy in terms of using the, the therapy. Like I look forward to it. I love it. Like something inside me craves it where it's not like, you know, how it takes some discipline to get in a cold bath or, you know, it takes some discipline sometimes to get your, you know, eat your liver or, or do your, do your chin-ups. Like it's, it's pure pleasure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what the uh, the infra, I wanted to ask you about the infrared. Like, when did that come into the equation? How does that fit? You know, because you've you've got the two options where you can have it on or off. Like, talk to me about that. Correct. Um, so, it's it's important to kind of understand. Like, I, I always try and paint a little bit of a picture of 
how we evolved as humans or, you know, how we're believed by science to have evolved. Um, I always try and explain that a little bit to people so that that red light therapy then makes more sense because we talk about this, uh, not necessarily red light rising, but red light therapy is always spoken in, in this terms of natural red light therapy. Get your natural red light therapy. But we're talking about standing in front of modern devices in your house. And the reason why it's, it's considered to be natural is because um, uh, the, the, the two different kinds of light that we, that we are using in these lights and that we are referring to when we say red light therapy is actually some of the most beneficial types of light that come from the sun. That's why it's so good for, for human beings is because this is the part of the sun that we've been absorbing into our bodies for millions and millions of years. And that is the, the, the red light that comes from the sun as well as the infrared light. So infrared light is invisible to the human eye, but red light is obviously, when it's pure red, it manifests as red. So um, like you were saying, the reason why it's, it feels something inside you is, is kind of calling you to get that it's, it's, I liken it to the same, the same calling that we have to water. When you hear running water, you just love it. Everybody loves the sound of running water, whether it's a river or waterfall or the ocean. And I think that's because for millions of years, that meant life. If you could hear running water, that means you had something, you had food and you had water to drink. And the infrared light is the same because it comes from the sun and our bodies have evolved, have been evolving with it. And what science uh, accidentally discovered in the early 1900s is that red light, when we make artificial red light, it actually has the same effect on the body that the sun does. You know, outside of the UV, the sun tanning, the sun burn, there's, there's none of that involved in red light therapy. But outside of that, the, the, the most beneficial light is red and infrared light. And we realized that we could make this with technology. We could make these bulbs take them into the house, and they have the same effect on the body as getting a good amount of sun every day. So we, when, when people hear the term red light therapy, what we're, what we're talking about is we're talking about the red light, which is what manifests as red light, bright red light, but we're also talking about near-infrared light. So there's those two wavelengths of light, and near-infrared light is invisible. Now, they both do very, very similar things for the body, but they do them on different depths, okay? So the, the two very important things that this red light therapy does for humans is, you know, it, 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 it hits the body, it hits the skin, it gets absorbed into the skin, it goes, penetrates deep through the skin, through the muscles, through the bones, into the brain, into the eyes, into the organs. Every cell of the body we now know is actually photosensitive which is crazy because most of the cells of your body are inside and they will never see the light of day unless you're in a horrific accident and you get cut open and then the sun is shining in you. But besides that, the inside of your body is never going to see light, but there's photosensitive cells in them. And that's because the infrared light penetrates the body to such a depth that we've evolved with photosensitive cells inside to absorb that light. So, the red and infrared light penetrates the body and it causes an increase in cellular energy production, which, of course, the cells of the body, they all have mitochondria in them. The mitochondria is the, the energy building um, mechanism of, of the cell. 
And this then makes the energy for the cell, makes the energy for the tissue, and then eventually the whole body is, is energized. That's the first major benefit. And the second major benefit is the increase in natural anti-inflammatories that come out of the cells, go into the blood, and then circulate around the body and soothe inflammation wherever it is on the body. You know, whether you shine the light on your chest, but you've got a painful knee, you'll still get anti-inflammatory benefits. It does, yeah, yeah. Because the anti-inflammatories go into the blood. Does that make sense? So if you only use one of them, then you're just, if you just use the red without the far infrared then, or the near infrared, then you don't get that same depth of penetration uh, potentially. So you potentially like just less of the benefits. That's why you build both of them into the device. Exactly. It's, you know, I always liken it, you know, I say to people, they ask, when should I use each one? Is there a certain time of day? And, and the answer is not really. For most people, for most situations, you want both wavelengths on at the same time. And that's because of exactly what you said. So the, the, the general rule of thumb is that red light is for the surface. So red light doesn't penetrate too deeply. It's really, really good for your skin, really good for your eyes, really good for your hair. Um, it's really good to, to help your skin recover from sun damage and become more UV resistant. It's really good to help your skin recover from um, you know, other kind of mechanical damage like cuts and bruises, things like that. And then the near infrared is the one that then goes deep into the body. So we're talking two inches into the body. And that's when it, it brings those energy benefits to the organs, the bones, the brain, deep into the eyes, uh, the muscles, the joints of the body. Um, and then it, it brings those energy, those energy benefits. And then the body either you know, gets stronger naturally like it's supposed to. It, it does its job better or it recovers much quicker from any trauma. It's quite remarkable. So zooming out, I'm I'm getting the experience of yeah, this is really good. You guys have had the experience of yeah, this is this is really good. Like Dave Asprey wasn't wasn't lying. There's there's a reason why this research has been going on for hundreds of years, and and there's re there's a reason why people feel different in the summertime versus the winter time. Like we know all is 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 real. Like it's accepted science everyone's kind of experienced that on some level when you go on your holiday to tenerife you, you know you feel better when you go down there and get some get some sun mm -hmm. um we all get that joyous feeling looking at a sunrise and a sunset you know um, it's it's stuff that's like just wired into us as you say like the listening mm -hmm. to the running water and you know being able to see the blue ocean and the blue sky like it's just we just know um, I think those things, those instincts are really important for humans to listen to. It is then something artificial. Like, why don't people, why don't we just tell people, hey, go, like, if you go out and stand in the sunset, like, what what impact is that going to have? You know, we that's something we always say to people. We say, look, this, this doesn't replace the sun. You know, the sun is still your number one go-to for a number of health benefits from the bright lights for your circadian rhythm, for the UV light, for your vitamin D, for the, you know, the red and infrared light, for, for the, the energy benefits and the healing benefits. But the problem is to get a sufficient amount of that kind of light every day, um, you know, that kind of red and infrared light, especially, you have to be in the sun for hours and hours and hours. So it's not possible. Okay. And if you're in a hot country, you can't be in the sun for hours and hours and hours because then you get sunburned. 
and then you get all the other sun damage that comes with it. So yes, you do still need the sun and you need the UV, but to get the, the right amount of red and infrared light, you need an artificial supplement like this, like these lights, okay? Because um, like I said, it's, you, it, it'll take hours in the sun to get this dose. And most people are living and working indoors for eight, nine, 10 hours a day. In the winter, you only get a few hours of sun if you're lucky and it's, it's not strong enough to, to do all these benefits. So it's, you know, it's, 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 the, it's the ultimate supplement to sunlight, you know. Um, but it, it, it gives you the much higher dose with no negative side effects in an absolute fraction of the time within a few minutes a day. Yeah, some really good points there. I think this modern world we've created, although it presents huge opportunities, it is a blue lit world, which in excess is toxic to us. And so everyone is deficient in red light and therefore your cells are constantly receiving this white LED exposure, whether it's from bright lights above you, the LEDs in your house or computer screens, your phone, all that blue light in excess is actually oxidative and it's, it's a high resolution that basically hyper stimulates your cells, can age your skin. And so everyone's body is crying out for this natural anti-inflammatory kind of replenishing energy of red light. Um, and again, so as Brian mentioned, the options are you could spend multiple hours outside. Do we have the opportunity to, to do that in our modern living? And can you do that without the damaging exposure of excessive sun exposure as well? It's, it's difficult. And so that's why we've harnessed, just we've narrowed in on the beneficial red light therapy, red and near infrared lights in a product that's non-invasive. There's no negative side effects. And so you can replenish your body's natural energy reserves um, without any damaging effects. If someone like, so you, why, why is it not more mainstream that, you know, this is then the challenge for you guys because being first to market and, you know, People are skeptical and you have to be skeptical in the modern world. Otherwise, you're going to have empty pockets and you're going to be, you know, you're going to be living in the street in a, in a world of pain, basically. Like everyone has to have their bullshit detector turned up. Um, otherwise, they're just getting pulled from pillar to post. So, what? yeah, what's, what's the barrier to this sort of being like, okay, something that anyone who wants to be healthy in the same way that people go to the gym or they, they might, you know, go towards a paleo diet or a ketogenic or a carnivore or these kind of experiments, like, um, what, yeah. How's it going, I guess, in terms of adoption or. It's, it's going really, really well. You know, like James said in the beginning of the podcast, education is, is, is the main focus of our day-to-day -day work because, um, you know, I think on the one hand, people don't understand how detrimental light is to us, whether it's coming through your eyes or through your skin or through your window or through your TV or through your light bulbs. People don't know that it affects them. So once they once they are educated on how how light can affect you and then you explain to them why it works the way it does. And then if they try it, then they're they're usually convinced, you know, people very few people learn about the benefits and the effects of light and then refuse to change their light environments. Because, you know, once you learn to harness your light environment, um, the results are almost instant, you know, whether you're blue blocking or getting bright light in the morning and, and low light in the evening for your sleep, or whether it's red light therapy or whatever, it's, um, uh, it's, 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 it's very hard to refute once it happens. And so, um, 
it is coming into the mainstream now. There's, you know, a lot of celebrities are, are being shown to be using red light therapy. There's obviously a lot of books being written by it now. YouTube is full of um, reviews about red light therapy. There's thousands of studies. But, um, you know, these things take time. We have to keep talking, keep showing, keep sharing our experience. It's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, if I tell you, oh, red light therapy is really good for you. You go, yeah, yeah, great. Okay, no problem. And then you hear it from another guy. Oh, red light therapy is great. Then you hear it from a third guy and then a fourth person, then a fifth person. Then, then you go, holy cow, maybe there really is something to this red light therapy. And um, that's, that's usually how people, people find their way to us. Yeah, you're right there. I think different regions around the world have, have, are ahead of other areas. So, for example, in America, I think the sports world and the professional sports there are really well invested in. Um, and all the NFL, all NBA players and teams, um, all Olympic athletes are using light therapy to enhance performance and recovery. And very recently, the 49ers were the first team to announce an official partnership with, with a light therapy company as their official light providers. Um, and we're on the brink of doing that in the UK. So again, we're following the the, the market leaders in America and what they're doing, and we're replicating that in, in the UK. But you're right, you know, you, you, you've got to prove the results. And although all the scientific research out there, there's thousands, I think there's several thousand PubMed studies demonstrating the efficacy of red light therapy and the incredible benefits you can have, especially for athletes. But it just takes time for people to catch on and to, to realize actually red light therapy is actually more effective than cryotherapy at reducing inflammation. The studies show it, but people are still locked into the old dogma that you know, ice therapy, you've got to, get, got to get an ice bath to reduce inflammation, but you don't have to do that. And this is actually more effective I think also you've got to follow the money and, and you know, although some of the, you know, the medical institutions around the world are doing an incredible job, I think that they're funded by some people with, with alternative motives. And again, you know, if you look at some of the, you know, some of the, the biggest killers in the UK at the moment around dementia and Alzheimer's and neurological diseases, obviously there are pharmaceutical companies making billions off selling drugs that you know, delay the, the onset of, of dementia and Alzheimer's. Um, and if I told you there's clinical studies demonstrating that radar therapy is more effective at reversing Alzheimer's and dementia and delaying the symptoms and preventing them from even happening. You know, and you could just, with one investment, you could have a relic therapy device that's more effective than any drug you could take. Obviously the big pharma companies would, uh, would struggle to, to pay their shareholders. But again, you got, at the moment, they're the ones who are driving policy. They're the ones who are kind of stomping out any kind of, you know, promotion of these kind of, you know, alternative therapies. Yeah, so if we say like, you guys, you know, you guys are legit. I'm, I'm telling the truth about my experience with it. I had the same experience, by the way, of like, I wanted to, I, I heard about this a number of years ago. I don't know, you know, when it was like 2017 or 18 or something. And I looked them up and it was like, yeah, there's, you know, a few dodgy looking things and there wasn't really much to be seen. I just put it on, on Amazon and I, I did the share screen on there. There's actually a lot on there on Amazon now. And a lot of it seems to be, um, a lot of it's quite cosmetic, like it seems to be driven at the women's market for skin, you know, skin repair, facial skin repair, etc. You know, it looks like the way they're targeting their products. Like, if someone is like listening to this and they're going, like, yeah, this 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 sounds legit, you know, what's what's it like? You know, what benefits is someone going to get from having like one of these um, light bulbs for thirty five pounds versus? you know, what, what I've got there in the background, I think you can see it over in the corner there, you know, one of these, these big banks, um, 
is there a difference? Do you need the, you know, do you need this? Do you need two of these? Like talk to us about the nuts and bolts of, you know, a good product, you know, versus, you know, other you know, things that are out there. Like mm-hmm. what have you guys done with your product and what makes a difference between them? So that's a great question. And, you know, it's, it's a case of, you know, anything that, that seems to, to be selling gets copied, you know, as we, as we know about with the, the drop shipping and all that stuff, you know, as soon as companies like ours, you know, spend the fortune on research and developing great products and trying to make them look good, trying to, you know, trying to make a good product, someone out there just goes, great, I'll copy that. And, you know, they, they, they slash costs wherever they can. And then they can sell it 50% cheaper. And then people go, whoa, whoa, whoa. How come these guys are so cheap? But the problem is that, you know, with something like red light therapy, the power of the light is very, very important because your body, you know, your skin can absorb a lot of light and it reflects a lot of light. So you have to have very, very powerful light, not only to get through your skin, but then also to keep traveling and keep penetrating deeper into your bodies to get those maximum benefits. And to make a powerful light, you have to have very powerful lights. You have to have very high quality lights and they're not cheap. So when you see lights that, you know, they might, okay, they don't look similar to ours because ours are so different. But when they, when you see these, these things on Amazon and they, you know, they kind of look a little bit the same, but they're half the price, then you have to, you have to think where they're cutting the corners. Because most people don't look at this, you know, if you're buying your, your expensive health products from Amazon, you know, it's not the best place to be buying things like this because you need, you need a big infrastructure behind you with all the research and all the information and all the support. Um, so these, these cheaper devices that, that we see every now and then, it's because they, they save money on, on, on cheaper light bulbs you know, on less powerful light. So then you have to have a a much longer treatment time. And whether that light is penetrating you at all is, you know, we don't know. Um, And then there's, of course, who knows how long these things are going to last, you know, cheap cheap things seldom last. So we've, um, you know, we've spent a lot of time thinking about our products and, and how they need to work and what we would like if we were going to be buying products like this. Uh, so power is number one. Size is very important because it's so beneficial for you to, you know, you can get a little red light and shine it on your skin and it's really great for your skin, but it's so good for you. Why wouldn't you cover your whole body in it? Because the, the benefits are massive. So we decided that we needed bigger lights so that you could get more coverage over your body. You know, if you want to, you know, if you're focused on muscles, for example, and you want to hit your chest and your back and then your, your whole leg, you need a very, very big light or you need hours with a small light so that you can kind of treat every part of it. So um, that's a very, very important factor. And then just, just general quality, of course, you know, if, if you want to, you know, our aim is to sell products that no one ever has to kind of contact us and complain again. You know, we don't want people to, to have a light, oh, guaranteed for one year. You know, that's what you see all the time. Guaranteed for one year. You can't even make a product that lasts longer than one year. So, you know, our, our, um, one of our big aims is, is products that last a lifetime. You know, we've got a five-year guarantee on our, on our Advantage series. And that's the longest guarantee in the industry because we know we've built a great product. No one's going to have to return their lights. And another thing we've made sure we do is get everything third-party tested. So 
all our products, all the lights, um, our blue blocking glasses as well. We've sent them all to the Light Industry Association, who've got very some very high tech equipment equipment to make sure everything is third party tested and verified. I don't think any other company can really claim to that. They all state our, our lights are this intensity, but there's actually no testing reports. It's a you know we don't know what they're testing with, where the claims are coming from, and looking at the stats of the lights. It's doubtful whether that's those 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 claims are factual. So having these third party reports is critical. And we're not talking about you know a blogger in their garage testing them with some bit of kits to say oh yeah they, they're good. This is a proper official governing body that actually you know deals with lights every day. And so we're you know we're fully confident in what we're offering and the efficacy of all our products, whether it's the light or it's the blue blockers. There's always going to be that that market for the people who want the cheapest stuff of anything, you know, and then there's going to be a market of people who just want to buy the best, get the result. You know, they don't want to mess around. Like um, it goes across every field, right? Like anyone can go and get a string, a program, you know, and clubs go out and get the cheapest strength and conditioning coach, you know, and yeah, good luck with that. You know, see at the bottom of the league, um, it's, it's, it's the same deal in any, any industry, right? Like there's, there's always going to be the best and there's going to be the rest, and it sounds like you guys are really committed to, you know, that that premium end of things, which is, you know, what I'm excited about, um, you know, the connection that we're kind of building. And I do see this as something that is going to, you know, why wouldn't every gym have one of these? You know, like it just makes so much sense. It's such a quick, you know, good, quick win. If you boost the mood of, of people, you help them to recover better, then they're just going to want to come back. You know, um, a lot of gyms that I've worked with, have uh, a freezer now they have a chest freezer you know they're doing the cold therapy i think there are a lot of benefits from that from the mental toughness perspective more so than physiological like i'm a i'm a big fan of it for the you know it's it's like you know it's, it's a rite of passage in a world that lacks rites of passage you know um mm. but as far as actually feeling amazing like there's you, you can feel pretty good after the ice but it's a huge stress you know and a lot of people are already very stressed where this is like a luxury. This is like a lovely experience that, you know, I look forward to every morning. Um, and, I, you know, I think that the world needs more of that as well. Like it's great to have David Goggins kind of message and the Jocko Willink, like get after it. But we also need to love ourselves and, and care mm -hmm. for ourselves. Um, it's not all just about toughness. You know, it's about mm -hmm. actually being able to put yourself into the positive hormonal environment. And, and you know, if it's all stress, 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 then... You, you know it's not a good it's not a good day physiologically it's not a good life mm. um, so this this sort of feels like it's that way of kind of rewarding yourself or treating yourself or like self self-love more so than the ice bath kind of feels like put yourself in the fire a little bit like walk across the coals um, where you're not going to get hurt but it's you know it's a horrible experience for a lot of people it's a tough experience mentally um so best case, if say if a gym was going to do this, would would you like, is it better to have it on, you know, both sides? You know, you've talked about having this booth, like talk about like dose duration, best case. And then, you know, obviously not everyone's going to maybe do the best case all the time, but it's good to like work back from, okay, mm -hmm. this is what I should do. Now what, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we we um, we have devices that cater for everyone. So we, you know, for the gyms and the wellness centers and the the biohacking centers, we have really really large lights called the Advantage XL, which is the size of a door basically. Um, very very big lights, and absolute best case scenario is probably um, 
four of those lights inside a cube so that you could, you know, you go into some kind of booth, you close the door behind you, and there's four panels, front, back, left, and right. And um, in, in, a, in a setup like that, you're talking five to eight minutes per session. You've got your entire body dosed, and you're out the door. You're getting on with your gym workout or your massage session or your chiropractic session, whatever, whatever environment you're in. And um, that's the absolute best case scenario. And then you kind of can work backwards from that. You know, if you get if you get front and back only, then you're looking at maybe 12 to 15 minute treatment, turning once to make sure you get your front, your back, and your two sides. Um, and you can have, of course, just one panel as well, and then have eight minutes on the front, eight minutes on the back, still a 16 minute session, and you're out the door. So there's there's horizontal setups actually. So in our in our chiropractor environments or our um, uh, physiotherapy environments, sometimes they like to have the horizontal setup so the client can lie in the bed and get the get the body work done on the shoulder or the the hamstring or whatever, uh, while the other half of their body is getting a dose of red light therapy. There's a lot we can do. So uh, the the light you're looking for is not yet on the website. It's mostly for commercial use, but uh, we do have it. And some really good points there, Brian. I think in a commercial environment, you know, we've been partnering up with a number of chiropractic clinics, osteopaths and physios. Um, and again, they're getting incredible results for their patients. And they're basically finding that the majority of clients are requesting to use the relic therapy post their treatments with the practitioner because they're getting such good benefits from it. So not only are these clients, you know, generating huge amount of benefit for their clients and recovery benefits and pain relief, but they're also enhancing their revenue streams. They're actually increasing and boosting revenue streams without actually having to do any additional work. The clients literally will just step into a different room where the lights is all set up, push a button, and they literally use the lights for 10 to 20 minutes max, and then they're out the door. And that upsell is really helping a lot of clinics, especially in the challenging environments, to increase revenue style, sell, you know, increase revenue, and, and really it is just an opportunity to enhance revenue streams when, when, when there's so much restriction at the moment, you're only allowed to see so many clients you know, there's a lot of rules and regulations about what you can and can't do. And so even with less clients coming through the door, you're actually seeing a, a quite significant boost in revenue. And for the gym goers as well, it, again, we're trying to add value for people who are paying you know, a premium gym membership and maybe even have an upsell within the gym to be able to have access to these recovery facilities. And so, you know, we're trying to create solutions for people, whether their goal is to have the most cutting edge, advanced recovery, health optimization and performance suite, or if they're looking to enhance lifestyle and have more free time, but maintain the same revenue, or if they're looking to double their revenue streams, we can provide solutions to these individuals, regardless of what, you know, what, what their personal goals are. What sort of, um, so some of the people that are using it, integrating into their business, you know, um, you know, what, what sort of rates are you seeing people, you know, obviously you could include it within the session. If you, you know, if it's a hundred pound chiropractic session, then you might say, yeah, we'll just include it in the, in the session. But if people are paying for it as an addition or um, as a standalone therapy, you know, what, what sort of um, numbers are you seeing with that? Just to think about if someone is looking at, well, maybe I'll put that inside of my business model. Um, you know, how many treatments would I need to do? Mm. How much is electricity? Like, what are the numbers like? Mm. So the, we're seeing, some of our clients are charging anywhere from 25, 30 pounds per session, all the way up to 75 pounds per session 
on, on the higher end. Um, and like James said, these, these are sessions that can be from, from about eight to 10 minutes up to 15 to 20 minutes, the longest, and they're charging between 25 and 75 pounds. Um, electricity cost is, is negligible. It's almost nothing. It's going to add a, a few pounds onto your electrical bill at the end of the month. It's, you know, nothing to, to even, you know, your microwave takes more power than these lights do basically. So it's, um, it's, it's very, very easy for, for people to get into um, because there's so much science behind it. And because we make so much content about it as well uh, for educational purposes, there, there's a great support network for people that are thinking about getting into red light therapy. It's, it's, it's a really great um, accessory for, for a lot of the professionals out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of the chiropractic clinics out there, you know, they're, they're finding that over 50% of the clients that come in on the day are, are requesting the upsell. There's not really a hard sale that needs to be made because they're feeling the benefit so quickly. Um, and so over 50% of clients are asking to use the, the, the therapy to, you, to, to get, you know, after, after their treatment. But then also on the days that they're not working, they're fully booked. People are queuing up to come in basically and use the light therapy. So on the days they're not working, they're still making money. Um, and we do offer quite, you know, quite sort of, you know, um, so I would say quite, you know, quite accessible finance packages as well. And that means that people can spread the cost of the lights over a number of years. And I think for you know, three or four of our case studies, I think they're paying for the monthly cost of the finance in two or three days of the clinical use of the lights. So it's not applying any financial pressure to the clinic. And quite quickly, they're seeing returns on the investment. And we've spent a lot of time creating the literature, the education packs, the materials to support the clinics, to educate their clientele. So quite quickly, they can get up and running and we've got, got quite an aggressive launch strategy where we have an open weekend, we generate a lot of interest, get people down, have a presentation and talk about the lights. People can use the lights for free and get the benefits straight away. And quite quickly after that one weekend, people are booking in for 10 sessions. They're paying up front for that. And I think one clinic demonstrated that they paid for 50% of their cost of their lights in one weekend. Um, and then obviously after that, they're uh, just making money and it's, you know, making free cash per, per se. So, you know, we, we are seeing some quite truly amazing results on the back of this. It's cool that you guys have um, gone the extra mile with that, you know, that you've, you know, you, you're actually seeing it from the perspective of, of the clinic or the gym. And that's a huge benefit, I think, is if, because if it's just some weird kind of piece of junk that people have in the corner that comes off Amazon and no one really knows what it does. That's a completely different thing. Like there is a magic in the way something is presented and understood and everything that you guys have done and, you know, your website and whatnot, like it has that premium feel to it where it is going to feel like a luxury and a, and a good addition. So I think that that from the business perspective, that intangible you know that feeling of quality that you get i think is is a really important thing for for a business to consider if they're looking at you know where they might um you know get their get their lights from um so you're basically doing sort of custom packages for anything beyond a single bank you know people will speak to you guys about if they wanted to if you wanted if people wanted to build those booths etc um you know they would speak to you guys about how to how to best suit their environment the space they've got is that how it works or exactly so the first thing we ask the guys is you know what's what what are you thinking what are your goals um how can we fit this into your business to complement 
your other services, you know. So if it's a gym, um, how are we going to fit this into your gym? Where are we going to put it? Um, what, what would be the customer journey? You know, do they have to go to the change room, get changed, come out, then go to the lights, then go back? You know, we, we need to talk about the logistics because it needs to be easy to use because it's only five to ten minutes. So it needs to be really easy to use, really not complicated. Um, so we, you know, we ask a bunch of questions. We hear the the, the layouts and the and the, the services people offer, and then we make our suggestions where to get them in. You know, a, a lot of people aren't don't don't think that they can. You know, if you're a chiropractor and you do you know 40 minute treatments every day, and we say like, okay, so do your 40 minute treatment, add an extra 20 20 pounds onto it. And then they have five minutes of red light therapy before and five minutes of red light therapy afterwards. That's taking up almost no extra time because the therapist doesn't have to be there for those five, you know, that, that 10 minutes, the five minutes either side. So, you know, in the beginning, he's, he's letting his clients get, get down to business. In the middle of it, he's actually treating his client. And at the end of it, he's already welcoming the next client while the, the, the previous client is just getting his red light therapy and then, you know, putting his clothes back on, as it were. So there's there's so many ways that we can implement this, and this is why this is why we have to talk to people. You know, if someone, if a, if a practitioner or a body worker out there is is trying to buy something off Amazon and then trying to figure out how to work it, you know, I'm I'm very I'm very doubtful that you're going to get your the support that you need from whoever's selling it on Amazon. You know, people have my phone number, people have James's phone number. I get messages all day from our practitioners saying, "Hey, I just tried this. This is great. What do you think?" What do you think if I use it with this kind of massage? Blah blah blah. And we're talking all day with our with our clients, and then you know they're then using that information to to adjust their treatment sessions and passing on that information to their clients. So their clients come in to get a red light therapy treatment at you know whichever chiropractor or osteopath, and um, they're getting education as well. So they know why they're doing this red light therapy. They know that their therapist is talking to the guys who are you know, producing these products. And it's, it's a nice close circle um, of, of people using it and, and being proud to use it. You know, that's, what, that's what we see a lot is we get selfies all day. We get selfies from people at our, at our various clients' practices with them taking their red light therapy, tagging red light rising, tagging ITRM clinic, or tagging London Cryo. And it's fun to see it because people are, are proud to use it and they love the benefits. And I, I, you definitely won't get that from Amazon. I love it. I think, yeah, I love that. Just going back to like more the entrepreneurial business perspective, you know, it's it's those, it's those that extra intangible value and in helping, the, you know, people to actually integrate it into their business. You know, that's, that's very exciting. And obviously private users can have it at home and you guys have been also there for me during the journey. You know, we've had a number of conversations about, you know, this and that. Just thoughts about using it in the middle of the day if if you're going to a chirotherapist or you're going to do your personal training in the middle of the day. Um, it's obviously not when the sunset is. Like, what are your what are your thoughts? What do you notice with that? That's okay. That's not a problem. Um, it's because what's happening is once you have your red light therapy in the day and then you have bright light afterwards, there's, there's no interference with circadian rhythm because you've still got that bright light. So your brain's just like, okay, great. It's, you know, it's still 2 p.m., 1 p.m., 11 a.m., whatever it is. And then whatever else you do in your day, you know, most of us have rhythms or habits or routines where we do the same thing more or less the same time. 
So that's just that's just falling perfectly into sync with the rest of your day. The only time it it becomes a little bit more nuanced is if you do do it at sunset, if you have a late session, a sunset session, after that, you then have to think about blocking blue light. Because if you tell your brain that it's now, you know, your body knows, okay, it's 5 p.m., 6 p.m., now I'm having red light. So that's that's the signal from the sun. That's what your body thinks. It's the sunset that I'm sensing. And then after the sunset, there has to be much, much lower levels of light, you know, or darkness as it were. So that's when the blue blocking glasses and the blue blocking technology comes in because you don't want to confuse your brain by having a sunset session, kind of low light, but then putting on your TV, then switching on your overhead lights because your brain is just like, okay, wait, what's going on here? So there's no problem using it during the day at all, but uh, okay. a little a little more routine when it comes to the evening session. Absolutely. And I think any time of day you, you use a red light, you're going to get massive benefits. But I think especially, you know, coming from the biohacking crew who are highly optimized and looking for every marginal gain by using the lights at sunrise and sunset. Again, that's really a strong signal to your body around circadian rhythm, the sunrise and the sunset. And I think, you know, Brian's been instrumental in writing some very detailed protocols about how to optimize your light hygiene throughout the day. And that's using our panels, using daylight and also our blue blocking technology. And using those protocols, we are seeing some truly you know, monumental results in, in enhanced sleep quality, in latency to sleep, in deep sleep stats. And even for me personally, my sleep stats have gone through the roof since I've really respected my light hygiene and followed these protocols. And to be honest, it, it's one of those things that you implement this protocol, a few small tweaks, and you get immediate results. And that's really great to see because a lot of the protocols out there, and a lot of people shouting about where you can achieve these health benefits. It can take weeks or months. With this, I think you get immediate benefits. You can get your best night's sleep tonight if you follow these protocols. How are you measuring your sleep? Um, so I use, I'm currently using a, a whoop strap, which is one of these, um, yeah. you know, thingamajiggies that you put on your wrist and it measures your pulse and your rate of breathing and your movement and your body temperature. And it kind of uses all those, um, those metrics to, to estimate a quality of sleep. And I believe James is still using the Aura ring. Yeah, absolutely. I've got an Aura. been using it for a fair few years now. Um, I remember the first time I used it, which I think was uh, 2018, and I was getting deep sleep of about six minutes. And that is putting me at a significant risk of neurological disease. Um, it's probably why I wasn't recovering very well in the gym. Um, and by, again, tweaking my, my life hygiene, I'm now getting in excess of an hour's deep sleep every night. And again, it's with some really easy hacks you can do. And I think a lot of people who live in the modern world, especially in the rat race and working in the city long hours, they, they're going to be really struggling because their sleep quality is so compromised by the lights they're exposed to continually throughout the day, the lack of daylight and you know, immersing themselves in technology in the evening. It's only going to compromise your sleep quality. And that really can, you know, as we know, sleep is the bedrock of health. And it's really going to compromise a lot of people's longevity and quality of life. Love it. But yeah, it's, uh, it's cool to see what you guys have done. It's definitely uh, exciting to, to think about how much work there is to be done, you know, how much more potential there is for this to be integrated into pro sports and into, into society, you know, starting, I guess, with the people who are already focused on, on health and then trying to go as, as broad and get as many people as we can. I get onto that, you know, style of living um, seems to be, a, you know, it is a big growing trend. A lot of people who were 
had a lot of habits that they weren't really that proud of and that they knew weren't taking them anywhere they wanted to go, you know, taking them where they wanted to go. A lot of those people are looking for, okay, well, how do I change? What do I do next? Um, mm. And it's great when there's some concrete feedback of, of positivity, you know, so it's not just that you don't have the hangover. It's that you actually, you know, you feel amazing versus just feeling like a, um, so yeah, I, I think this really has the potential to to change a lot of lives in a time where, you know, mental health and just having the mental energy to get after life and to, to build projects. And, you know, I think it's a, a really important technology for entrepreneurs, especially, you know, to, to look at um, because you really need that next level positivity and uh, mental energy. And that's what I've been noticing. Like my you know, business and, and, and things is less like, I don't remember a time where I've been so consistent uh, mentally in, in terms of showing up and just being excited for every day. Um, and I, I don't know exactly what it is. Like there are a lot of things that are going well, uh, but this is, you know, certainly something that I'm doing every day. So I've got to thank you right. guys for making this technology available in a way that works in a way that, you know, you can trust and, you know, you're not getting, um, some sort of negative that you, you know, the EMF or the, you know, getting scammed in some way, like, um, you're not wasting wasting your time. And, and yeah, for me, the results are there. I have a whoop on the way. I played around with uh, another brand a couple of times. I bought a few different ones from, from a different brand that I won't mention. But I always had trouble with it, with the charger and the device broke and this and that. Um, so I'm going to give the the whoop a, a shot. Um, I looked at the aura ring, but I've never worn a ring, so I never went that way. But it'll be interesting also for me to see. Um, I'm pushing my training again a bit more now. I'm really excited about you know, I've got this little little gym behind me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually using using the, your bags there as well, Brian. The, the heavy bags. I'm absolutely loving them. I think they're the best tool in terms of um, someone who lives on an island, someone who wants to train from home. Um, they're so versatile. I'm using them for all sorts of things. I've got to make some videos and show you what I'm actually doing with them. But That'll I'm sure great. I'm using them for lots of unintended purposes. But they're they're um, I'm I'm absolutely loving training here, and I'm really keen to get the whoop. Um, you know, get a little bit more biofeedback of what's what's going on. Maybe at some stage I'll take the lights out for for a few weeks to uh, to test it. But I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to that <laughs> yeah. anytime soon. Um, so yeah, uh, um, have you have you guys tried it? Have you? I guess you might have with travel, Brian. You might have some times where it's been difficult, maybe to 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 use them. Yeah. Look, I'm 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 a very rare case because I'm very very committed. To my habits so i i actually travel you know i travel with with a bag full of of red lights i have the spotlights with me um yeah. i have i have i have light bulbs that i change i'm a bit of a i'm a bit of a, a fanatical traveler um but i do experiments where i'll say okay well tonight i'm not going to wear my blue blockers and i'm going to leave all the lights on and go to sleep and then see and then use my whoop strap and then see how it affects everything so i've definitely done it and um you know, when, when I, when I do not follow my normal routines, I, you can see it straight away the next day in your sleep. It's quite remarkable. Um, and then with, with, with clients and friends, when they, you know, a lot of our clients are, are tracking their sleep already. So they get the light, they try it out and then boom, the next day they go, Oh my God, look at this. I, I increased my deep sleep by 50% in one night, just by adding a little bit of red light therapy. So it's, um, it's really exciting to see. That's what's exciting about being able to track all your biometric data now um, and to quantify how you're sleeping and performing because 
then you can really see what's working. You know, there's no hiding. You know, I can't tell you that this red light therapy is going to make you sleep better. And then you look and you go, mm, not really. Nothing happened. Oh, keep trying. Oh, well, nothing's happening. You know, so we know that this, this not only doesn't show up subjectively, people say they, they felt like they had the best sleep. But then when we look at their numbers, they go, yep, my deep sleep has just shot up 50% with almost no effort. Love it. Well, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot more we could talk about. We didn't get to, to talking too much about the eyes, um, but I think we touched a bit on the, on the blue light and on, you know, what mm-hmm. you're doing there with the, with the glasses. But um, yeah, I'm just really, I'm grateful that I have the opportunity and that you guys have um, brought it to the, made it accessible. You know, that's the biggest thing. Like a lot of times it's just too hard to, you know, I wouldn't be the guy to go and, Together. I looked at like, you know, the hardware store and this and that. And I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm ever going to do that. Um, <laughs> so when it's there, you know, you guys have made it available and and now you just, you know, you get to get to have the results, which, uh, yeah, you have to make an investment, but like compared to where the money goes, the money's going to go somewhere. So if it, if it actually makes you feel great, especially if you're entrepreneurial, then, you know, you're your biggest investment. If you keep becoming more valuable, if you've got energy every day, but you're mm-hmm. also learning faster and, you know, you bring in vibrancy to what you do, then it's going to pay for itself, you know, 10 times over. And it, the contrary is also true. The days where you feel like rubbish, you get a headache, you know, you don't want to get out of bed, et cetera. Then, you know, you just don't get anything done as, a, as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur. You can't, you know, the, you can't have those days or those days are going to cost you, you know, thousands of dollars, the, the, the better you're getting at actually growing your business. So um, yeah, it's a great tool. I, I'm, you know, I was skeptical because I never, you know, I thought, yeah, it's interesting, but you know, sometimes Dave Asprey kind of pushes things a little bit too far <laughs> with some of the things that he, that he offers in, in my experience. Um, but this, this has been a really pleasant surprise. So thanks. Oh. Thanks so much guys. And I really appreciate you taking some time to, to sort of explain a bit more, you know, to me about how it works and, and some of the, the business model and stuff as well. That was really cool. No worries. Thanks, Keegan. Thank you so much for having us. It was an absolute pleasure, brother.